Hi, this is 10 Minutes to Better Patient Communication. I'm Dr. Anne-Marie Liebel. In today's episode, you'll learn about a surprising communication roadblock in digital health. You know that clear communication between patient and provider is essential. It's no different for digital health tools, such as apps, patient portals, devices, telehealth, and the most popular digital health tool, websites. Clear communication in and through digital health tools is complex in its own right. We're going to take a look at a communication roadblock that you don't want to derail the digital health tools you and your patients use. And for this episode, I have a co-host. Welcome to 10 Minutes to Better Patient Communication with Dr. Anne-Marie Liebel. Providing you with tips and strategies you can use to improve your patient engagement. Now, I'm excited for this episode because for the first time, I have a co-host. But you've heard him before. He's the voice you hear at our intro and outro for each episode. He's also the composer, musician, audio production, and post-production for each episode. So I'm really glad to introduce my ridiculously talented brother, Joe. Hey, Anne-Marie. Glad I could be here with you. It's been a lot of fun working on this project together, and uh, today I get to share some of the perspectives of my day job. <laughs> That's right. I'm, I'm glad to be on mic with you, man. This is nice. And we're doing this episode together because of the topic. This is a topic that draws on uh, both of our professional backgrounds, which are different. You know, I'm in literacy and education um, lately, health literacy and patient and provider education. And Joe, you've been in health IT for more than close, yeah, close to 20 years. Yeah. In different capacities, most recently as a business analyst in uh, serving clients who are in uh, pharmaceutical and life sciences fields. Right on, man. And we talk a lot, um, obviously, through the course of, of producing this podcast um, about some of the things that our fields have in common that we hadn't really thought of before. Today, we're talking about an issue that, Joe, you got to thinking about from a health IT perspective after the episode when reducing medical jargon focus on shared meaning you brought up some concerns that I hadn't heard before. That's right. And it was that episode that uh, reminded me how relevant uh, terminology and jargon is in the systems world. Uh, because when it comes down to it, you're, when, you build, when you're building or configuring a system, your terminology, your, for our, or for other words, your data fields, your attributes, your measures, your metrics, that's the foundation of the system. And if there's not a common understanding of that terminology, if it's not well-defined, then you're getting off on the wrong foot. And if that problem persists, then you can, you will certainly have problems later on in, in the system as well. And this is something that I hadn't really stopped and thought of before, and I haven't really encountered it in my reading of the research so much. Um, now, obviously, I know why it's a problem in patient and provider communication. That's why I think most of the field of health communication and health literacy exists. We're really focused on getting to shared understandings and eliminating obstacles in people's communication. Um, 
but why is it why is it a problem in in digital health and health IT from your perspective? So your your terminology, it's your data and it's the foundation of the system. Now problems can arise if there's a lack of common understanding of that data. You have to keep in mind the other person, uh, the other party, which is the patient, if they are part of that, a user of, of, that, of that system. Um, and, you know, just take something uh, as straightforward like a date, uh, the, the visit date, the date the patient was seen by the provider. Well, unless mm -hmm. that's really well defined, it could get easily confused with other dates like the record creation date or update date, the date the record was transmitted to a downstream system, uh, the date the visit was scheduled, a follow-up date, prescription fill dates. And if you're not aware of all of these dates going into the specification, um, it, it could be a problem to try to accommodate those later on. Hmm. That's interesting because that's a lot of confusion around a pretty straightforward concept. Like date isn't really a complex concept. Um, but I could imagine that, let's say, when the concept in question is more complex, there would be even more chances for differences in meaning of a term or differences in the way that people understand a term. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, take some of the questions that may be asked of the, of the patients um, on things like uh, family structure, gender, race. Uh, hmm. certainly, um, you know, diet, uh, there could be things that are, it's a sliding scale, such as maybe alcohol use is not necessarily a, a binary one there. Um, and then the uh, ter terminology, the, the layman's terms versus a, a professional term or a, a medical term, uh, would you call it uh, brucitis or would you call it grinding your teeth? Which one can you relate to better? <laughs> right. Okay. So, and I like that last example because it's a health communication issue. And I know from the provider patient perspective, kind of what can happen if mutual understanding isn't addressed, right? All sorts of bad things, outcomes suffer. So from your experience in health IT, um, what happens if these problems of shared understandings um, don't get addressed? Yeah, so if you don't have a, a shared understanding or common understanding, the data that you're defining uh, or not maybe de defining fully enough, it, it could be used in the wrong way when it comes to uh, soliciting that information, let's say from the patient or certainly when it's used downstream. Um, and you're going you're gonna to have built a, a, a data model and a system that embodies those mi misunderstandings. You know, so for example, if we're asking the patient questions they don't understand, or they understand them in a way different than was intended, uh, we're mm -hmm. certainly m missing the mark. And then those misunderstandings will persist further in the system. You know, if we're not cognizant of the patient's perspective, uh, this could make the patients feel uh, backed into the corner when they're trying to answer questions that maybe we've not been able to accommodate well within the system. Sure, and that's kind of bringing me back to your original point about how some of this confusion can happen unintentionally in communication between the health pros and the IT pros. Because again, this is part of why these kinds of miscommunications or misunderstandings is part of why the field of health communication exists, 
right, to address issues like this in the patient encounter. All the face-to-face communication and patient education materials and public health campaigns. But what can people do to keep this from happening in, in a digital context? Yeah, well, certainly as part of my role as a business analyst, it's part of my job to make sure that requirements are clearly defined, understood, and properly implemented. We don't want to lose perspective of the patient along that that, that, that journey. Um, stakeholder involvement throughout the process is, is also key. And, you know, for me, being involved in this podcast series, it's made me more aware of health communication and the patient perspective. It's funny. In um, the National Academy of Medicine had uh, a roundtable discussion about health literacy and consumer-facing tools, and I'll put the link to that in the notes. Um, and it was mentioned, you know, developers don't necessarily know about health literacy. It's it's not their fault, but I can see how that that would kind of be an issue because this is kind of where you and I started months ago, realizing that there was some overlap in our fields that we hadn't thought about before. And I'm increasingly doing health literacy work for apps and health literacy work for websites for my clients. And it's from talking with you that I know that this involves not just plain language, right? But these kinds of health communication issues as well between health pros and IT pros. So um, yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. And I, I don't think there is a, a, a deeper keen awareness of this in the IT provider space, at least not yet. It, um, but but we would certainly benefit from that. Um, because obviously, it, it directly impacts the effectiveness and the usability of a system. Yeah. So let's get on that, man. Let's uh, <laughs> let's make a podcast about it, right? That's what we're doing Indeed. here. If your organization needs someone who can be an advocate for the patient from the inception of the project through the implement, implementation, user testing, contact me, healthcommunicationpartners.com. I'll help you bridge that language gap between health experts and IT experts and patients because this is about being very clear and ensuring that there are shared meanings. Now, many of our listeners are not folks who are going to be making or designing these tools. And I always like to end with something that folks can do today. So, Joe, do you have any suggestions for for our audience, Um, something to do or to keep in mind when it comes to digital health tools that they might be using? Yeah, specific to this topic that we've been discussing, uh, keep your eyes open for any terms in an app or a system that could be interpreted in multiple ways and have mm-hmm. the terms been clearly defined, uh, maybe in the help section. And are there resources like a uh, help request or a ticket that you could raise that, that could help to clarify the terms so that the data can be collected and or used with more confidence and clarity? Oh, that's cool. Again, getting back to these shared meanings and and shared understandings so that things work the way they're supposed to work. Right, exactly. Cool. Um, I'll go ahead and put in, from my perspective, about being critical consumers of the data that that are going to result from these tools. Keep in mind that everything else you know about an individual or a group, keep those things in mind and read the data that you're getting in relation to all of this that you know. Remember that because something is quantified, it doesn't mean it's objective. This has been 10 Minutes to Better Patient Communication. I'm Dr. Anne-Marie Liebel. And I'm Joe Liebel. 
Thanks for listening to 10 Minutes to Better Patient Communication from Health Communication Partners, LLC. Find us at healthcommunicationpartners.com.